the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, it is a sad day after a sad night at what will be looked back upon as the day the United States became a banana republic, because that is what we are when political opponents are targeted solely for political reasons and to further political agendas. That is unquestionably what applies to the indictment of Donald Trump, and we will assess it as best we can today on a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Um, Mr. Trump will surrender uh, to New York authorities next week. Uh, Props for the head fake by Alvin Bragg and the uh, grand jury in New York when they said they would not reconvene for another month. They said that, what, a day or so ago? I think everybody thought that this was on hold, and it looked like Alvin Bragg had come to his senses uh, on multiple fronts, come to his senses, one, that he does not have uh, a case at all against Donald Trump. He does not have a provable case. He does not have a strong case even. And that perhaps he had surrendered to what tiny sliver of himself is his better self and realized that this was bad for the country, dumb and unprovable. But instead, uh, he presses forward. And there are those who make Alvin Bragg a hero for what he is doing uh, with what is now a sealed indictment. So there are different uh, reported rumors of how many counts are in the indictment. Uh, New York Times, I think, says 20. CNN says 30. I've heard 34. Uh, we'll know on Tuesday when they unseal the indictment. Um, but it all stems from a payment of $130,000 to Stormy Daniels prior to Trump running for president in 2016. There are statute of limitations issues with this. There are... Um, you know, many, many issues with this, and we'll play experts saying all that. But I want to take a longer view in the very beginning, and that is, look, we we have had this um, grudging, albeit resolute commitment, to not doing things that probably are, in the cases of some uh, who have been in power in the past, uh, legitimate charges. Hillary Clinton did break laws when she set up her own private server and kept classified material on it without stewarding its security. John Brennan and James Clapper broke federal laws when they lied under oath in hearings on Capitol Hill. Adam Schiff broke federal law when he lied and mischaracterized things that he said he had proof of that he did not have proof of, and we have testimony of Adam Schiff on the record admitting things counter to what he was saying publicly about the Russia collusion case against Donald Trump. 
the whole Hillary Clinton financing of the Steele dossier and all the machinations they went through to try to exaggerate and create a case out of thin air against Donald Trump to keep him from being president and then to undermine him as president, the spying on his campaign, all of it, could have resulted in prosecution against numerous Democrats. But the better part of our discretion kept us from doing what is often done in countries around the world, the targeting of political opponents legally for political gain. That's out the window now. And I hope Brennan and Clapper and Biden and Hillary and Schiff and all the other Democrats who've gotten away with it in the past simply because we deemed it, I think appropriately, better for our country's long-term future and how we project to the rest of the world, better to not prosecute those crimes than to prosecute them well, now that's out the window. And Joe Biden's going to get indicted someday. It wouldn't surprise me if Hillary Clinton's indicted someday. It certainly wouldn't surprise me if James Clapper and uh, John Brennan are indicted someday. And I will likely celebrate that just like people in New York are celebrating Trump's indictment. you got to remember, when people say this is a, this case is unprovable, I'm not so sure it's unprovable. I don't know what's in it. I certainly put great stock in the things that Andy McCarthy and Jonathan Turley and other legal experts are saying about the case. But before you say, wow, Trump doesn't have anything to worry about, let me just ask you a simple question. Did O.J. Simpson murder two people? That's my point. When it's a jury trial in a partisan place, New York is decidedly partisan. Voted, what, 90% for Joe Biden in Manhattan? Um, I don't rule anything out. I don't rule anything out. Now, this case is going to take a long time to go to court. Donald Trump is running for president. It is, I think, at least a 50-50 proposition that he wins the Republican nomination for president. I actually think now it's better than that because this decidedly helps Donald Trump in the primaries. And I think this is part of the end game that Democrats have in indicting Donald Trump is they want to run against him. They claim they want him to go away, but they realize they have a candidate in Joe Biden who is literally walking dead. Joe Biden, his brain is gone, okay? They have no one else to run. Who are you going to run? Kamala Harris? Are you going to run Gavin Newsom, a governor who his own citizens tried to recall? How hard would it be to run a campaign commercial where you just simply show video of homeless drug addicts on the streets of San Francisco and Los Angeles to undermine a Gavin Newsom candidacy. So Joe Biden, they have to keep him alive, theoretically, to run for president. Could he beat Ron DeSantis? No. Could he beat Tim Scott? No. Could he beat Donald Trump? You bet. Did it once. And you say, well, look at the country. It's a train. Yeah, it was a train wreck in the midterms. Was Joe Biden, were Democrats repudiated in the midterms? No. So I believe this is being done quite possibly with coordination from the Department of Justice 
to elevate Trump in the primary because it diminishes him in the general. It is a hard sell to convince independents to vote for a president when that candidate for president is under indictment. And this could drag on for a long time. So, that's just my long view of it. I mourn the fact that our country is inevitably diminished by this purely political prosecution. I think there's a very good chance that Donald Trump is pretty much by acclamation the Republican nominee. I don't know who wants to get up on stage and say bad things about Donald Trump when it is among Republicans unquestionably true that Donald Trump is being targeted for simply the fact that he is the standard bearer of the Republican Party. I'm not sure Ron DeSantis wants that because you don't ever outrun that, okay? Like, well, you lose in 2024, no problem. I'll come back in 2028. Ron DeSantis and Tim Scott and Nikki Haley, and I'm not sure, but maybe even Mike Pompeo, are all young enough to wait until 2028. I'm not sure that there will be a flood or even a trickle of candidates get into this primary now, and I think that is part of the Democratic motivation on indicting Donald Trump. So what will happen Tuesday in New York? Okay, it'll be a big production. And here's the other part of this. I think Democrats are hoping against hope that there is a January 6th-style protest of Trump's indictment, that there are things that they can, and they will take anything they can get and magnify it into something it is not, just like they've done with January the 6th, to to show, see, see, Trump incites violence. Trump's supporters are violent. Trump's supporters are unhinged, and they'll do everything they can to scare suburban moms and independent voters. You don't want this while they are doing exactly the things they accuse those of us on the right of doing. So every police officer in New York has been placed on high alert. They're supposed to be in uniform at all times, ready to report for duty. Trump supposedly will surrender on Tuesday. And the left just can't wait for the photo of Trump in handcuffs, for the mugshot of Trump, for the fingerprints of Trump, for the perp walk of Trump. They just can't wait. They just can't wait. And we'll find out on Tuesday what they have, how many counts. Here is Trump's attorney. His name is Joe Takapina. The audio is bad, so I'll just read you what he said. There is no crime. I don't know if he's going to make it to trial because we have substantial legal challenges. He's talking about statute of limitations and standing and all those other things. But he's right about this, Trump's attorney, saying this is unprecedented in this country's history. I don't know what to expect other than an arraignment. I understand they're going to be closing off blocks around the courthouse, shutting down the courthouse. We'll go in there and we'll proceed to see a judge at some point. Plead not guilty. Talk about filing motions which we will do immediately and very aggressively regarding the legal viability of this case. A lot more to come. It's a Friday edition of The Bruce Hooley Show. Yes, I will be speaking in much greater detail at 1245 today about where I spent my evening last night emceeing the Adult Teen Challenge Ohio annual fundraising banquet. Um, I needed it last night. I needed that in the wake of the Nashville shooting. I needed to be reminded of the fact that um, God is great. He's not only good, he's great. 
and that lives can be transformed uh, when lives are deeply rooted in the truth of the gospel. So a phenomenal night last night, and um, I will speak about that at 1245 because I want to leave you on an up note um, at the end of what has been a very bad week. Now, the uh, indictment of Donald Trump does not begin to compare in tragedy with the murder of six victims in Nashville, but it is uh, the murder of our country as a serious country, as a country where we have equal justice under the law. By the way, I thought of another person who can expect an indictment in their hand someday. Besides John Brennan, besides James Clapper, besides Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden and Adam Schiff, ask not for whom the bell tolls, Anthony Fauci. Someday it tolls for you. There's no doubt in my mind he deserves one, too. And once you open this door, once you decide you're going to do something, and Democrats always do this. They're like, oh, just, things are so bad, we just have to do this. Remember? Remember when they said, oh, you know, just this one time, just this one time, we're going to suspend the 60-vote threshold for the approval of a Supreme Court justice. Okay, great. Yeah, great idea, Harry Reid. Super great idea, because doing that allowed us when we took power to get Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, and the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Thank you, Harry Reid. Thank you. No doubt in my mind this will boomerang on the Democrats someday. And you'll have it coming to you because this is a ridiculous case. You don't have to take my word for it. Did I? Do I think Donald Trump paid $130,000 hush money to Stormy Daniels? Yeah, I do. Uh, Do I think that's a great look for a standard bearer of a political party? No, I don't. But is it worth the damage to our country's fabric to pursue those charges when even there are people on the left, even idiots like David French at the New York Times, who say that this is a stupid case and they shouldn't bring it? Even Van Jones of CNN says this is a dumb idea and it should not be done. But there was a very telling misappropriation of how justice in our country is supposed to work. In a tweet from uh, the old bag of the Congress, Nancy Pelosi, who tweeted last night when news of this indictment came out, the grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. No one is above the law. And everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. Hopefully the former president will peacefully respect the system which grants him that right. The middle sentence caught my eye. No one is above the law, and everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. Gee, I guess I was taught incorrectly that you had to be proven guilty that you were presumed innocent, but not in this America, not with the Merrick Garland Justice Department, not with the Chris Ray FBI, not with the Joe Biden presidency, and certainly not with Nancy Pelosi, old battle axe that she is, being in charge of the Congress, or in charge of the House, at least. Prove innocence. Wow. Very telling comment. Uh, here's Mike Johnson, Republican Congressperson, on uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, getting that 
180 degrees wrong. It's not surprising. I'm not sure if she wrote it herself or a staffer did, but but clearly they don't understand our system. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty unless you're Donald Trump or one of the disfavored Republicans that they have targeted. And that's what we're seeing in across the board. That's why our weaponization committee has been so busy right now. There is so much of this to uncover and show to the American people. And it's alarming. Yeah, it is alarming. Josh Hawley, Senator of Missouri, one of the good ones noting that this indictment is part of a larger Democratic message. You talk about the line that you can't cross. In my view, they crossed it months ago when they weaponized the FBI against parents, when they weaponized the FBI against everyday Americans who want to exercise their right to free speech, and now they're just accelerating it. I think the Democrats know this has nothing to do with the law. They're sending a message. Yeah, and he left out the persecution of people at pro-life centers and pregnancy uh, decision health centers. Uh, this is very, very apparent that the Democrats do not have respect for the rule of law because they deem Republicans to be extremists and uh, existential threats and all that other stuff. So what about this case? Does it have any strength? Does it have any chance? I've said before, anytime you turn it over to a jury, particularly in a place as partisan as New York, as partisan as Manhattan— you can't just say, well, there's absolutely no chance, because, of course, there's a chance. All it takes is 12 people to come to a unanimous verdict. Uh, Joe Tacopina, the attorney for Donald Trump, said that he expects Alvin Bragg, the prosecutor in Manhattan, to, quote, try to get every ounce of publicity he can out of this thing. But Tacopina said this, and I don't know how he knows this, the president will not be put in handcuffs. As far as a mugshot's concerned, a perp walk, As I said, I'm sure they'll try to get some joy out of this by parading him, but this is a different situation. There are a lot of groups involved here, and I don't think they're going to allow this to become a circus as much as is humanly possible. Now, what groups are involved here? Not just, of course, Republicans who are mad as hornets over this clear political witch hunt. Donald Trump is a former president of the United States, and as such, he is entitled to Secret Service protection 24-7, 365. It's not like they can put Donald Trump in a room alone without Secret Service agents around him. And the Secret Service may weigh in and have something to say about Trump being handcuffed or Trump being perp-walked. Is it a really great look for Alvin Bragg? to have a picture sent around the world of Donald Trump in handcuffs, although you're asking someone to care about something that they clearly don't care about or he wouldn't have brought this case in the first place. Now, Brett Baer of Fox News, I think, is an honest broker. I think I have no idea what Brett Baer's politics are. I really don't. I have no idea. I presume he's conservative, but I've been shocked to find out in the past that Who's the nut job that used to be at Fox and now he's at MSNBC? Carl Cameron? Would you have thought Carl Cameron was a wacko liberal? I wouldn't have, but he clearly is. Greta Van Susteren, would you have thought she's libertarian? I wouldn't have thought that. So I don't know what Brett Baer's politics are, but he does a good job of outlining a 40,000-foot view of this case and Donald Trump's defense strategy. We'll play you what Brett Baer had to say next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.